Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, beloved. This is Elder Miller with your spiritual soul food for a triumphant Tuesday. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for another day. We thank you, Father God, for your goodness, your mercy, and for your grace. We thank you, Father God, that you have gave us favor amongst men. You allowed us to see another day, and God, we're forever grateful for it. You favored us above millions, and we stand today before your grace, and we just want to say thank you. What I'd like to talk to you today about on this triumphant Tuesday, a word from the Lord came to me. Yes, from Ezekiel, the 22nd chapter, the prophet Ezekiel, the 22nd chapter, that 30th verse, just to bring it to your, your uh, awareness, I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it says this, so I sought for a man. He says that he looked for a man among them who would make a wall. Yes. And he said he looked for a man who would stand in the gap before me on behalf of the children of men that I should not destroy it. But he says, I found no one. Beloved, there are two things about prayer. Yes, beloved, we have the privilege. We have the power. We have the purpose to pray. But there are two things that are truly amazing. The first, my friends, is that when we pray, God listens. Yes, the Bible declares that we have this confidence that if we pray according to his word, his will, his way, that God hears us. And beloved, I just come by to let you know that for the children of God, the, the people of his pasture, that not only do we have a confidence that he hears, but we know that he answers. Yes, beloved. Mark eleven twenty four. let me take my time, it says that whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you receive it. And it will be yours. Beloved, there is a reality in understanding that you may not have very much influence anywhere else. I'm talking about really in the world system, on your job, out in the marketplace. Oh, you may have some sway, but you do not have the profound influence that you have when you have a talk with God. Yes, beloved, you may not have influence anywhere else, but when the child of God prays, know this, that God listens. The second thing that I'd like to bring to your attention this morning is that if the truth is told, many of us seldom pray. Yes, beloved, come on, let's be real, let's be transparent, let's be accurate. We say, hey, listen, I'm going to pray for you. We promise we we, we, we uh, accept the idea that I'm going to pray. We purpose to pray. I'm not saying that you're bad. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but the reality is we seldom do. Oh, we know that we ought to, but the truth is we seldom do. Oh, grandma used to say, have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all your problems and he will answer. But we do not pick up that powerful tool that we have in talking to God, praying to God, and listening to God. Yes, beloved, we have access to and the privilege with the one who controls the very purse and pulse of the universe. We have the power and privilege, yet the truth of the matter is we rarely 
use it. We have access to the divine, but we rarely use it. We have, yes, the very ear of God. We have the counsel of Christ. We have the ministry of the Holy Spirit, but we rarely use it. Uh, And our attitude amazes God. Trust and believe that God wants you to talk with him. He desires it. That's why he made Adam to fellowship, to friendship, to counsel, to have a little talk with his creator. You see, beloved, he spoke through the prophet Ezekiel. Yes, I read the text. He said that when I sought a man, yes, a man that would stand in the gap before him, he says that I found no one. Yes, this portion of scripture comes upon us that when he found uh, the fate of Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham, Abraham did not rush to warn the people. No, he chose to remain standing and pouring out his very heart unto God. Yes, beloved, he understood uh, uh, the power of prayer, the privilege of intercessory prayer. His heart of Abraham goes out and his concern is for the children of men. Yes, when God pronounced the death sentence on the children of Israel because of their making and worshiping the golden calf. Moses now, he intercedes and saves them. Beloved, can I pause right here? Do you not know that Jesus Christ, when he uh, hung, bled, and died, when he rose and ascended into heaven, we know what that he does now? He's no longer in the earth realm, but the Bible declares that he now sits at the right hand of God Almighty doing the secondary part of his mission of mercy. He intercedes on the behalf of the children of men. He's talking to God. He's counseling with God. He's standing in the gap for you and for me. He's saying, God, I've been there. I've done that. And I come to let you know, Father, it's not easy. They're down there. They're trying. They're struggling. They're straining. They're messing up. But God... Give him another chance. He's sending back grace and he's sending back mercy because he's been there, done that. He knows how evil and wicked this world that we live in is. And he lets the father know. Give them just a little more time. Yes, beloved, you you see, when we work, when we work, when we pray, God works. Yes, beloved, this is an amazing and breathtaking power that God has put into the hands of the children of men. We have the power of prayer. We have the power of interceding. We have the power of supplication. We have the power of having a little talk with God. Matthew 18 and 19 in the message translation says this, when two of you get together on anything at all, anything at all on earth and make a prayer out of it, my father in heaven goes into action. Yes, beloved, do you know of anything else that can promise such awesome results that when two or three of the blood washed born again, I'm just not talking about anybody. I'm not talking about Lottie Dottie. I'm talking about the children of God. I'm talking those who have been saved, sanctified, set free. Those who name the name of Jesus Christ. You have the authority. You have the ability. You have the right and the privilege to have a little talk with God. And God hears you. He desires that you would talk to him. And when you talk to God, things begin to move. Things begin to change. And when you understand how to pray, 
um, pray according to his word, his will, and his way, then the alignment of what God wants for you, wants for the world, begins to move. Everything gets in order, and the divine comes down from on high and manifests itself in the earth realm. Beloved, listen, God wants what you want when you want what God wants. Can I say it again? God wants what you want when you want what God wants. He's already set it up. He says, come on now, you know my favorite text, Jeremiah 29, 11. God told the prophet, he says, I, I, I have a plan for you. I, I have a purpose for you. I have a destiny for you of good, of hope and for a future, not of evil, but that you live. Come on, beloved. Come on. Here it is. God calls us uh, and he calls us to have a talk with him. He desires that we, we would come and have a talk with him. So today, beloved, listen, have a little talk with God. Tell him your situation. Don't run and tell your neighbor. Don't run and tell your friend, but tell God and he will answer your prayer. God bless you, beloved. I'm glad to be with you today on this triumphant Tuesday. Go and take a few minutes. You don't have to go in no secret place. No, no, beloved, wherever you are, have a talk with God. Tell him your situation and he will answer your prayers. God bless you. Heaven smile on you. Remember this. I love you, but God loves you best. Until next time, this is Elder Miller with your spiritual soul food.